This is episode seven of The Attic, live from The Attic. We're back, another episode. Today we have our second guest, Jimmy Sotos, Ohio State Guard. So we're going to get to talk to him a little bit about his journey and really just his college career, a lot of things like that. We'll also talk about our usual in the NBA playoffs. And then today we're going to debate dream team versus redeem team. So what was it, 92 Olympics and then 2008 Olympic team, two of the best teams ever. Just compare them, maybe give our opinion at the end of who would would win the game. So but we'll start off with the NBA playoffs. I mean, it's been absolutely, it's been insane. It's, it's the best. I mean, this basketball has been insane. Yeah. And I think it, um, I think it's, it's even better because the two top teams are down 2-0. Right. Like you've got, you've already got your, your game sevens. Mm-hmm. You've got two of them. Two great, two good series. Unreal. Unreal. In close games. Yeah. Close all, games. And, uh, I mean, they weren't even close with the Nuggets and Jazz. Nuggets looked like shit. And then they just kind of turned. Oh right! Oh yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, we, we've got we've got the game sevens, and now we're going to get the underdogs. Hopefully, we'll see if the Heat. If, I mean, yeah, the Heat and Celtics—they're going to the they're going, conference finals. Yeah, they're yeah. Conference I mean, finals. I think I think Celtics. Well, I guess we'll start off with Celtics and Raptors just real quick. I think it only goes five. I think Toronto. There's no way they don't win a game, but I think it goes five. I think if Boston wins today, it's over. Yeah. No. I okay. Yeah, that'd be. But I, I it's gonna be close. They're just like, like I said earlier, they're like, just playing. They, oh, they, don't, sure. they don't have, and the Raptors just don't have Kawhi to, to bail them out at times where these guys, Pascal is looking like Giannis in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Right, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he had a, yeah, Pascal, what do you have? Like, he had like 15, didn't he? Yeah. Something, something like I mean, that. really bad field goal percentage. Ben shooting poorly as well. Yeah. I thought that's, that's another thing with Celtics. They, they play good D. Yeah. I mean, Jalen Brown locks up. Tatum is. Tatum's all right. Come as a good defender. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. All, Marcus. All, def- all defense. I mean. He doesn't even. I mean, the stats don't show how good he is. I mean, now they are. Yeah, He's fucking right. scoring. I know. Nine, I know. nine threes. He, he does that. He does that. Like just randomly, where he. I mean, dude, I think yeah. he might hold the Celtics record for three pointers in the game. I could be wrong, but he had an absurd amount. I'm talking like eight plus, you. eight plus. Yeah, fact check it. But that's kind of a meh series out of all of them. Then we have Miami upsetting the Bucks so far two zero. I mean, last night we can talk right. about. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you got Paul Pierce, Larry Bird, Ray Allen, nope, Marcus Smart, the leader, but, um, Heat looked good. I mean, it doesn't matter. Jimmy had 40 and then he had like, I think 10, I think less than 15. And, and like, uh, well, the thing is game two, he told Spolster he wanted to guard Giannis. Did he? Yeah. And, and gee, he's, he, I mean, Giannis had a fantastic game, did, but 29 points isn't, that's not going to get it done. Giannis. I know. I know. It's, it, it's crazy. I mean. The Heat are they're just they're like eight or nine deep and it just I mean they're just good. Great yeah. I mean top top coach in the NBA, just, top talent. I think they like trust everyone too. They mm-hmm. all try hard. Right. Dragic is awesome. Dragic Playing is, great. Is, low is low indeed. revival kind of be to yeah. be honest. He was I mean the bubble. Yeah. I don't know what, what it is. Switches players. Yeah. For the for the better. I mean, yeah, good for them. Him. But uh that's gonna be fun series. I mean, we did our predictions and we've been not I mean not to uh toot our own horns. But we've we've probably been right about like eighty percent of predictions. Mm-hmm. Most improved. I mean, we picked Bam and ended up being Ingram, which is I understand it. Yeah. But um, I'd like to see the voting on that. Yeah, yeah, I would too as well. I know one Pistons reporter put Christian Wood first place <laughs> vote, but um, yeah, there's that. Uh, Rockets and Thunder, unreal series. Obviously, I mean, if the Rockets would have lost, I mean, just think about it. It's two MVPs. And <laughs> it's. Just, CP3, Wildham, yeah. Baisley played really well. Um, uh, 
Lou, what, I don't, I can't, I lose Lou got or something. I forgot. Yeah. I mean, unreal defense. You have yeah. 30 points. I mean, it was, it was, I mean, it's good to see that kind of underdog, but I mean, Harden, Harden showed up when he needed to. Yeah. I love, I really like Harden. And, and I, uh, being a, an anti LeBron rockets kind of look like shit without Harden, but they got it done. Without right. Him, right. So no, it's, it's all you could ask. For. I still think that only goes like six. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm, I mean, just, them on defense, I don't think they can. He's I, guarding I, I, AD. I told Niehaus, Anthony Davis needs to have 30 and 15 every game. Every single – yeah. PJ, dude, so, PJ Tucker – Not even. They switch too much. Cu- like, oh, yeah. Like Westbrook's going to be on him for a fifth of the game. They're going to get – they're going to get – I mean, it's yeah. they're going to take a beating. They just got to hit their shots. I mean, you yeah, know. Already, I mean, they live and die on that. That's – yeah, that's a little just – the amount of threes I think that I saw today they make compared to the Lakers is, like, unbelievable. So, I mean – but the Lakers play good defense. So, yeah. it should – um. The Lakers are two of the best players in the world. I just can't wait for this third round. Well, all right. What do you think about – I mean, we got Clippers and Nugs. Yeah, no, that's what I was going to say the last one. I think that could go five or six. I don't – it's not a sweep. No way. Uh, I mean, I don't – I don't really get the Clippers because they have the best defenders ever, like – they have three of the on best paper, defenders yeah. in the league, sure. but they still give up 120 points a game. Well, that's what I, I those just, guys like Kawhi, like back when I feel like when he was on like San Antonio, that was like his role. But like as he gets like a more offensive, well, they have, he's had so much rest that he just, they should they should be playing defense, but he doesn't have to. He doesn't play as much defense as he used to. It's, to the it, extent, it's uh even last series. Why isn't like Kawhi or he, PG he, should guard Jamal Murray? Oh, like the whole game. Is, but, is Bev gonna play? I don't even. Know I don't even he's, know. Yeah. So but I still. Why would you like? He's a big. I get Pat Bev gets up up, up in your grill, and right? Shit, but yeah, I'm just trying to think about the starting lineups. I feel like because Zubak's gonna Jokic. That's baby food. He's and I. I don't really like Zubak, and I don't think he's that good. So that's baby food. But it, it'll be fun. It's like no, it's weird. Like I just don't know what to think of it right now. Like I, I could. Clippers could just somehow turn the switch on and and go sweep. Yeah. But also, like I just can't see the Nugs losing. That like that they've been playing too well, but we'll see the yeah, rest we'll see and everything. Night. But yeah, so that's kind of our quick NBA rundown. Keeping it a little shorter today, just because we have our interview. Now we're going to talk about the Dream Team versus the Redeem Team. Obviously, two of the greatest teams really assembled ever. So I guess we're just going to talk about each one and just compare them and see really how they would fare in a game. So let's. Uh, why don't you rip off the uh, the Dream Team starting lineup? All right, so you got. Magic at the point guard, mm-hmm. MJ, Larry Bird, Barkley, and Ewing. And this is what, like, most – they kind of switched it up a little bit, but um, they rolled with Chuck at the four, which – what like, Over who? I, I mean, you got Carl Malone, David Robinson. I don't even want to fuck Carl Malone. <laughs> I don't want to put yeah, him on. I mean – I mean, I'd rather Barkley. I'm just saying this was, like, the main sure, one that, sure. that, that they put out. Yeah. Well, I mean – I just have this roster pulled up, but I would assume that the starting lineup had CP3. Oh yeah, CP3, Kobe, LeBron, Dwight, and probably D Wade as well. Maybe Chris Bosh, Mellow, Mellow, Mellow. Right, right, right. And so I mean, two Hall of Fame team and that starting lineup. It's just like just some of those guys. Like like I take Barkley over Bosh, obviously, or mm-hmm. or Mel- yeah, I take Barkley over Mellow, and yeah. then. Shit, I mean, Kobe and Jordan's a great matchup. I'll take it, like, if LeBron has to guard Magic, I'd take, obviously, LeBron over Magic. 
CP3, but they're so big. There's Larry Bird. Uh, they're was, so big. I was going to say, just like looking at the length on defense as well, and also the bench. Like, if, if you're talking about even, I don't know, a series between them or a game, uh, you got, like, well, first off, fuck Christian Lehner. He's like, we won't yeah. talk about him, but you got Scotty on the bench. I was talking about MJ on, or uh, LeBron, Larry Bird. That's going to be tough, but you got like Scotty Pippen, right. Roman, like, Clyde Drexler, and it, and I think their backups like, but so no, they were good in the, at the time, right? Yeah, no, of course, are, of course. But I yeah. mean, like you, you look at like a backup. I see Carlos Boozer, and then mm. I see David Robinson, like the most ripped <laughs> NBA player of all time. And I just think like it would, it would not fare well. Darren Williams was one of the best point guards at that time, but they just don't have anyone who's really small. Mm-hmm. They, Stockton and yeah, so that's that. Yeah. But like, if you put a starting lineup with them. I almost think you'd have to put like LeBron at the point and then go like LeBron, Kobe, D Wade, Mello, Dwight. That's still small. I know, but that's like, yeah. but they're all, but D Wade and uh, Kobe, obviously great defenders at the time. I mean, Dwight was, Dwight's the all decade center. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's when he was a freak. And then got Chris Paul off the bench. Shout out Michael Red. Low key, yeah, bro, Flicker. Mm-hmm. That was a, Somehow. He was like, yeah, I know that was, he was sick at the time, He's but really hey, former uh, Piston, Tayshawn Prince legend. But I mean, I think if it was a playoff series, I think I probably, I probably have to say them in a uh, 92 dream team in seven. I would say 92 dream team in five. Wow. Come on. Come on. I don't I mean, that's if you're playing 12 minute quarters. Well, I mean, what are they just ro- rotating like hockey subs, just throwing different people in or what? I mean, they're just subbing out like a normal game. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, and when you put in Carlos Boozer, <laughs> that's what's going down. Maybe four. Okay, that's that's a little too much for yeah. Kobe and Bron and those guys. Those yeah. guys would, but I mean, it's interesting to see just because that that this was really the first year though where you know they, I think it was the first year NBA players went into it. So I think they really it put was. like the all like the that best was when of Jordan the best. Was the king right. of the world? Yes, abs- no, absolutely. That's what, like, revolutionized like basketball yeah. around the world. And I think, though, at this point, like, it's just like those last couple guys, it's interesting to see how they kind of grab. I mean, not to say those those guys, you know, like a Boozer, Michael Red, um, Tayshawn, were all great. Like, they were all very good players. But, I mean, those guys are, like, all-time, all-time. Those guys aren't all-time. I don't think any of those guys are Hall of Famers. So, when, I mean, uh, when we interview Chuck, Charles Barkley, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll ask him what his opinion is on him and Mello at the four. Oh, my God. Yeah, we'll, we'll, see, <laughs> we'll, we'll see how he responds to your stuff. Oh man, that's, I mean, that is, yeah, that, that's not a great matchup, but I mean, he's athletic, but I mean, do Melo's bucket back then. I mean, quick buck, but yeah. Okay. We, we agree. It would be a great matchup regardless, but that was just a quick little, we'll run, and, we'll run in 2k. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to do a simulated series, 12 minutes. We're going to sit up here and watch all of it and we'll, uh, we'll bring back the report, but that's kind of our basketball again. We did our basketball recap. We want to switch it up, do a little comparison. So that's that. Next, we're going to have our, uh, our boy Jimmy on, and, and uh, it's going to be a good interview. So let's get to it. All right, so we have our second guest of the show, Ohio State guard, legend, Jimmy Sotos. Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so we're just going to get into it. You know, Frank and Jimmy played a little ball back together way back when. I have a pretty funny story how – Jimmy did some bad things to uh, my team at a local Serbian tournament, but uh, we'll get into it. Frank, you want to start it off? Yeah, so uh, just a little background. Uh, me and Jimmy used to play ball together when we were youngins, and uh, from the start, you could tell that this kid, this kid could dribble the ball better than people. He was quicker than everybody, and now 
loving it. And uh, so my first question to you, being an Illinois guy, so many good players have come out of Illinois in the Chicagoland area. I was going to ask either AAU or high school, who was the best high school player you played, faced in Illinois? Oh, in Illinois. Um, in Illinois, best player I played. Yeah, either in AAU or high school. Um, honestly, dang, I was thinking oh, in general. Uh, probably the best player I've ever played overall in AAU was probably Marvin Bagley. But from Illinois specifically, I mean, that's good. That's a good enough answer. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't think. You know, I don't know. Slavers Bagley. What is that? Where'd you play versus Bagley? We were in Vegas, and I remember, like, uh, there was a bunch of coaches there. Izzo was there. Uh, Calipari was there. And we actually won that game. I don't know how. Um, who else was on the team? Darius Garland was on the team. Uh, John Petty went to Alabama. He was on the team. I, and we won that game. What did you say? Petty is nice. Petty is yeah, he's nice. He was, he was nice then, too. And we somehow won that game in Vegas. It was like an 8 a.m. game. Damn. And Marvin Bagley had the easiest 40 points I've ever seen somebody <laughs> have. So, like. Okay. Yeah, I mean, how, how do you score 40 and they still couldn't get it done? Kudos to your team. We got hot. We was hitting threes. He was just dunking every time down the court. We was just hitting threes. Damn. That's a, did you play on a UIBL? No, I played in the Under Armour circuit. Okay, okay. Yeah. Damn, I'm, I mean, yeah, they're all great. but not, Okay, so he played. Was that Fab 48 in Vegas? Yeah, that was that. That was that tournament. We were either in that or it was the Bigfoot Classic. I can't remember which one, but it was one of those. Got you, got you. All right. Well, that's interesting to hear. That's a hell of a fucking squad mm-hmm. you beat. So that is. That's <laughs> I guess I'll. Yeah, I don't know how we did that. <laughs> I'll go into the second question. So obviously, you know, you went to Bucknell. And you obviously did really well there. Two two great seasons. I mean, I had tons of highlights. Wait, Frank and I were just watching. You made top ten plays, right? Am I? Are we wrong? Yeah. 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 This past season uh, in the. In the what was it the conference in the playoffs? Yeah, made a. And I think it might have been before the playoffs. I can't remember, but yeah, it was like a top top five play or something. I remember you just driving around the lane and and I, uh, and you dropped a kid, and made a layup, and I was just scrolling through like I think it was freaking like Snapchat, like uh, like Sports Center top ten, and I just see your ass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think I hit you up. And I'm yeah. Like, that's how that's how I found out. Kind of like my friend. It was like, yo, check ESPN's Snapchat highlights. I was like, all right, bet. And I was like, was scrolling through it, and I saw me. I was like, wait, hold on. They had my name spelled wrong, too. I was like, yeah. <laughs> it was cool. Got it. But um, the question I was going to ask, so what was, like, the recruiting process, like, once you knew you kind of – you had the opportunity to play, like, a bigger, you know, Power 5 school? Yeah, yeah. So after the season ended, I, had one, I knew I had one year eligibility left, and I sat down with my parents, my brothers, and I kind of just – thought about the possibility, like, you know, did I have a chance? Like, if I enter my name in the portal, like, would I get interest from Power 5 conferences? Would any schools want me? Would they take a chance on me, you know? Um, and we kind of just figured they would. You know, I played a lot of high major teams in my three years at, at Bucknell. And some of my best games were actually against high major teams. So I figured I had built up, you know, good enough of a resume. And then, I, you know, I entered the portal and a lot of schools reached out to me and I ended up landing at, at, uh, at Ohio State. So... I'm thankful for that whole process, man. Yeah, yeah, that is wild stuff. That's good. I mean, congrats, yeah. obviously. That's uh, thank you. That's every member's dream, I think, to you know, mm-hmm. play at like a school like Ohio State, a Michigan State, something like that, where you're, you know, you can end up being a household name. Yeah. Very soon, like if everything goes well. So, and then mm-hmm. 
going to follow up, which you kind of just talked about you had your best games against like bigger teams. What was it like those kind of first, first times when you step into like a, like a, I saw you guys put like UNC, like you go into like a, like a stadium yeah. where it is, it is loud. Yeah. My sec my second game of my college career was at Arkansas. And then my third game was at North Carolina. And I remember being in a huddle on the court when they were announced the starting lineups for North Carolina and they've showed up, uh, all the alum that played there and they were like, we are UNC, we are UNC. And it showed all their players in the finish with Michael Jordan. And he said, and I was like, damn, like I'm really about to play these dudes right now. Like this is crazy. And yeah, I mean, we actually ended up losing that game by only like three or four. And I was playing at the end of the game and it was just, it was crazy. The game was packed. It was super, it was wild. But honestly, those games were, are the reason why I'm able to play at this level now because you know, I didn't. I kind of. I didn't shy away. I wasn't afraid of that competition. You know, it kind of primed me for where I'm at now. And it, like I said earlier, helped me build that resume. I had a good game against them as a freshman, and I was able to build that resume up. Yeah. Another like thing of talking about uh, big games. We had just kind of like watched it in like a little highlight earlier, but I remember watching it live because it was our freshman year. You guys played Michigan State in the first round, and that's when mm -hmm. had Bridges. Like, yeah, Jim that was. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. You guys, I, it was a. I think it was close at half, if not almost tied. Yeah. Yeah. We were, uh, we were only down by a couple at half. They started to pull away in the second half. And then towards the end, we cut it close. We ended up losing by, I think, four. But yeah, that game was crazy. It was a uh, CBS. TV. It was like, what is that? I said, you almost gave me a heart attack on TV. I'm watching my dorm. I'm like, oh, we're in Detroit right now. Do not man, first round game. It was a home game for y'all, man. We played y'all in Michigan. Like the whole crowd was wearing green. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. You, you were, I remember my I remember my uh, my friends were texting me like after the selection show. They're like, "Yo, y'all gonna win it? Like, should I pick y'all for my bracket?" I'm like, "Which I want me to say? Like, <laughs> no. Like, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, we're I think, gonna win it. Yeah, right, right. Damn, that, that's wild. I mean, those are kind of a couple. I wild forgot games. it was in Detroit. Too. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. crazy shit. But um, well, you got to, you can ask the next question. Um, so well, we were talking about uh how you went from Bucknell to Ohio State and. So far, this is kind of a premature question, but what have you, uh, what's like the difference between it maybe on campus or like the workouts, the training? Yeah, um, it's actually really clear on campus, obviously, with what's going on, the pandemic and everything. I haven't really got to experience the full, you know, college life, the atmosphere here and stuff. But that's honestly not even what I'm here for. Like, y'all like, know I'm here for basketball. And it's, it's night and day, honestly. Not, no disrespect to Bucknell, but like, it's just, it's different here. You know, there's a reason why like power five schools are as good as they are. Mm -hmm. They demand your best every single day. And every day you're pretty much going to fail. You're going to, in workouts, you're going to go until you can't go no more on the court. They're going to push you till you can't go no more. And the one thing I learned is that at Bucknell you, and, you know, at other schools, you can kind of have bad days where you're not on top of your, not on top of your game. And you can kind of slack off a little bit and get away with it because you know, your talent, but here you got to be consistent. You got to, play your best every day and sometimes it's not going to be good enough and then you got to come back the next day and do it and do it as best as you can so it's just consistency and giving your max effort every time and it's, it's what makes the reason why you know big 10 schools win you know big 10's best conference in the country every year um and there's a reason for that yeah that is i mean it's just interesting to hear just because again not like how many guys like have had the opportunity to kind of make that jump you have so it's interesting to see like the differences you know between the two and then mm -hmm. I can kind of follow up with that. But what's your favorite game? I know we kind of touched on some already, but of your career mm -hmm. you've had in college. 
My favorite game was actually my sophomore year. We played on Christmas Day in Hawaii. And I remember the day before, actually, we had a day off on Christmas Eve. And I remember I was on the beach all day. And I was, mm-hmm. for the game, I was sunburned, I remember. But that was just a little fun fact about it. But I remember it was my first double-double I had. We played UNLV. And uh, it was my first double-double. I actually set the, the tournament record for assists that game. And we beat UNLV by 30. And it was on Christmas Day. So it was just all that combined. It was a dope game. So that was definitely my favorite How many my assists? favorite game I played in. I had 12 assists. 14 yeah. and 12. Oh, yeah. All right. I, was th- I think I was three rebounds away from a triple-double. Yeah. yeah I was Merry close. Christmas. Yeah, damn. Just dishing them. Damn, that's hyped yeah. up. How sick is Maui? What is that? How sick is, like, the Maui Classic? It looks like – I mean, it just looks unbelievable. Oh, uh, we, were, we weren't in Hawaii. We were in the uh, – I mean, we weren't in Maui. We were in uh, Waikiki. So, we were in the uh, the Diamond Head Classic. Oh. But, I mean, Hawaii is still Hawaii. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. Like, the water – oh, my God. I want to go back so bad. Yeah. Damn. I believe that. All right. He's- we were actually – we were – Ohio State was supposed to be playing the battle for Atlantis this year. I, I thought that. And, yeah, because of COVID, it's going to probably get moved to, like, uh, a different location within uh, – within the states um but you know i'm not i'm i have to sit out this year so i was just gonna be in, yes. in atlantis just chilling <laughs> and oh my gosh but it's all good i'll figure yeah. it out hopefully next year when all this shit's gone you can actually experience even going yeah so for sure for sure i hope so man i hope so I, I think things will end up clearing out you guys will probably get yeah. to do some cool travel stuff regardless yeah for sure these are now we're going to shoot with just some uh, kind of quick rapid fire questions. Frank, you want to start? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, who are the artists you listen to before your game or you're just your favorite artists? Um, before a game, I'm pretty superstitious. So like if I listen to like, uh, like, like Lil Baby before a game and I play really good, I'm listening to Lil Baby the next game. Mm-hmm. But it honestly switch it up. Sometimes it'll be R&B, like it'll be some slow stuff. Like it really don't matter. Okay. Like, whatever you're feeling. Yeah. What about when well, you got like a f- couple favorite rappers, like some go to guys? You just like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Lil Baby, uh, Polo G, Rob Wave, honestly. Okay. Uh, and then I keep a Chicago to it. Like I go back to Chance every now and then for sure. Herbo? I didn't hear Herbo guy. Oh my gosh, of course, Herbo. Lil Dirk, all of them. Oh yeah. Yeah, you got to rep Chicago. That's fair. Got to. Um, next question I have favorite pair of kicks you like to rock when you're hooping and favorite pair of kicks off the court? Um, well, on the court for the past three years, I was all Adidas and, you know, it, I made it work, but I mean, it wasn't my favorite. Checks um, stripes. Oh my gosh, for sure. Uh, but I'll say my favorite hooping shoes are definitely Kobe's, either probably Kobe eights or nines. Um, and then favorite shoe off the court, uh, probably some Jordan ones. Classic. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, classics, right? Probably those are just like some regular ones, Air Force ones you're about to be swagged out this year at ohio state i mean you're gonna get all this bronze i mean you're gonna get that's like they're a top we nightmare. already got a lot i uh, already got a lot this yeah. hat i was gonna yeah. ask what uh what shoes you you wear now like when you play uh I, right now i'm wearing these Kyrie's. actually i switch off between these Kyrie's and these lebron lows i love brown we got some more coming in brown lows Brown lows are hard as fuck those brown yeah lows. i like them i like them a lot i like the Kyrie's better actually but the LeBrons probably look look better. Yeah, Kyrie sixes. I don't even know the number. They they should be around here somewhere. They probably out there. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, oh wait, actually, they go to Bronze. Oh yeah. 
those yeah, sweet. those are. These go sweet. crazy. That back. Yeah. Woo! I didn't even know they made lows like that. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what he's been rocking. Yeah. He's been rocking them lately too. And then I guess mm-hmm. another question. I figure I I know what your answer is. I mean, since you're a Chicago guy, but MJ or Braun? LeBron. Oh, let's go! LeBron. Let's go. I don't, I don't do that that bias on some All right, Chicago, I, bro. I, 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 I thought he was going, thought he was going I to. No I really did. I don't know. I just feel like living with him, I just feel like everyone from Chicago is an MJ or thinks MJ's better. No, it's true. It, it's Well, the old heads, honestly, is true. But, like, like it's Braun. After coming back from three to one, like, come on, man. Yeah, come on. Eight finals in a row is Braun. Yeah, yeah, we know. If he does it this year, it's Braun. Like, yeah. Just he needs to shut him up. I can't wait. I, I, I need it. I, I talk too much smack with yeah, LeBron. I'm, like, I need him right now. I'm going to lose a lot of credibility within this house if if he loses it. Like, I, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's, me. that's me and my boys. Yeah. I'm going to add in this question because we're talking about that. Who's, uh, Who's your, your favorite player in the NBA right now? Right now? Yeah. Um, if it's LeBron, besides LeBron, just like someone. Yeah. I mean, yeah, LeBron's my favorite just because of his legacy. But uh, other than LeBron, uh, Steph Curry, I've always, you know, mm-hmm. admired. And I've always tried to model my game after him just in the littlest details. But also him and Dame. Um, but growing up, honestly, the reason I played basketball is because of Allen Iverson. Like, Frank, you probably remember, like, as a little kid, all I would do is that. Has he crossed? Like you were trying to practice those fucking dribble moves, and bro, all I did was try to be like AI. Like that's it. The big big crossover. Oh my god, that's all I did. Hey, Frankie, me and Bakari, remember that? That's all we would. Hey, (laughs) (laughs) has he? Yeah, yeah. That's so fucking funny. That is hilarious. Um, and then, all right, we have two more questions left. One. I don't care. Do you care which one we end? I mean, I guess uh, just like the kind of last person. Well, you can ask this question. Just the. the oh, yeah. So, yeah, I missed so, that one. Like, so for for the season, personal goals, team goals. And then after that, like the number one team you're like looking forward to playing playing against maybe a specific mm-hmm. player on that team. Um, well, this year I'm sitting out. So, yes, correct. I'm, just trying, I'm just trying to get better as, as good as I can for when it's time for me to play. I'm trying to get the team ready, you know, do whatever I can to get them ready at the same time take my game to the next level athletically and on the court, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when it's my turn to play, um, you know, obviously I got personal goals. I want to, you know, I want to hopefully make it to the league, you know, uh, play pro ball when I'm done. So I got to, you know, I got to have a good enough season to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a team, I want to, you know, I want to win a championship. You know, I want to, I want my team to be remembered, you know. I want to make a run in the tournament. I don't feel able to talk about my team, me as a point guard, what I did for this program in just the year that I was able to play. So I definitely want that. Yeah. Um, and the team I'm looking to play the most, honestly, is I want that Michigan game, that, that Ohio State-Michigan rivalry. Like, as a Midwest kid growing up, you kind of hear about it and you see it. And, like, now I get the opportunity to play in it. I, I can't wait for it. Like, it's going to be – I'm knowing I'm going to be first couple of minutes. I need some water. I got cotton mouth, <laughs> all that, like – it's gonna the jitters. I can't. I yeah. I can't wait for that. Damn, that is. Yeah, I mean that that is that's really it's like a basketball player. I you know you watch these rivalry games growing up, and you're like, you can only imagine like playing it. Now you get the chance, and it's like that is. Oh my gosh, I mean, that's probably top three. I mean, maybe some people. Can, yeah, yeah, maybe number one. Yeah. I mean, there's like yeah. See, but I mean that is like Louisville, Kentucky. But yeah, that is right up there. So well, I mean, definitely with the season, everything. You know, I know you're sitting out this year, but mm-hmm. it's hard to see you play next year. I know we're going to see you. And, uh, and another thing you're talking about, like, team goals. Isn't uh, 
you're going to be like one of the older kids, right? A lot of like younger kids are the ones there. I know like EJ Liddell, yeah. noise, uh-huh. going to be a sophomore, but that's that's going to be sweet. You're going to be leading those boys mm-hmm. when. I'm hoping they don't go too crazy and they can stay for another year. That's all I need. Stay one more year. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But no, I'm really, I mean, I've already been with the guys for about six weeks in the summer. I've been there for about two weeks now. So we've already started, started to establish that bond. I'm starting to get to know the guys real well, starting to make those relationships. And I really do love my teammates. Like, I'm looking forward to getting on the court with them for real. So yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully when he when you come to play state, maybe we can come by. We'll we'll be gone, but hopefully if we're around here, just come see the game or something. Like yeah, that. for great. sure, for sure, that'd be dope. Yeah, but uh, last so last question, kind of story. So back in 2016, I was playing for my church. Um, Serb- it was a Serbian National Federation tournament. Um, anyone can play. You just have to sign up and pay. Mostly Serbians, Orthodox, you know, Greeks, and so <clears throat> my team is playing the Chicago team. And so, number one, they already have a 6'10 guy going to USC, Nick Rokosovic. And so, I don't really know who Jimmy is at the time, but I'm like, you know, we got a lot of family there. I'm like, all right, guys, maybe, you know, he'll miss some shots. This guy comes out, puts a 50 piece in front of my family. I almost asked my grandma to leave. I thought she was, I was so embarrassed. But this guy just served buckets, and it's just such a small world. We were talking about it earlier, but it's just like wild that now, you know, four years later, and here we are talking. Yeah, talking but that it. is just, I, 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 I have never forget that game. You're just, I'm like, it's like 10 minutes left. Yeah. You just end the game. We got to go home. Yeah. The, honestly, the funniest thing I remember about that tournament was after the championship game, I actually, there was like some Serbian party or something. Yeah, yeah at the hall. Yeah, and I, I, I went to the mall right before and got fitted and went yeah. to the party, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> and they returned the clothes after. <laughs> Dude, those, you, so you heard like the traditional Serbian like dance music, how they're all dancing. Oh my God, I was lost. I, I remember I was lost. Like what's going on here? Yeah, I, I, I don't know none of these these moves, these songs. I don't know none of this. Well, there's like a like a like a dance for like every song, and like I, I personally was never in like a dance group growing up. Like I see all this, but yeah. so I'm in the same boat as you. When I go to those parties, I just kind of chill in the back with like a couple of people. I'm like. If I get dragged out to the dance floor, I, something's got to be wrong with me. Cause I'm, right, like, I'm over here trying to get jiggy. Like, I don't even know these. <laughs> no, yeah. The rip, all that. Yeah, I know. It's literally that full tradition Serbian. No, it, was, it was fun, though. It was definitely fun. Blast. It's a, it's a good time. Serbs are not a yeah. good time, for sure. But just kind of wanted to share that story. And um, really appreciate you coming on, you know, having, like, a guest. Of course. It's always interesting, you know, again, you know, for the people who like sports, being able to talk to, like, someone, a peer of ours and hear, you know, they're living like a life, you know, that we would love to do, but getting to hear the things like from the person themselves, though, is very interesting. So, yeah, man. Yeah. No, thanks for having me, man. Yeah. I saw Frankie hit my snap. I was like, no way. What's going on? Yeah. So, of course, I had to, I had to hop on. So, yeah. thank you for having me, for real. Yeah, we'll definitely be in touch more than, yeah, for definitely. sure. But good luck with everything with school. Appreciate it. And we'll see you on the court next year. Yes, yes sir. sir. Appreciate it. Good luck to y'all, too, with the podcast, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Appreciate it, man. See y'all. All right, y'all. That was episode seven of The Attic, our boy Jimmy. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure to like the Instagram, subscribe, give us five stars, all that good stuff. Thanks for your time, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. The Attic.